Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. It's me, Doug. If you'd like to check out our podcast episodes live, head on over to twitch.tv slash mindgappodcast or check out our YouTube channel for the live stream there. We would love to interact with you during the show. While you're there, it would mean the world to us if you would hit the follow button on Twitch and the subscribe button on YouTube. This little act helps us grow and we'd appreciate your contribution. If you're still in the giving mood, head over to wherever you're listening to this podcast and give it a rating and a review. If you like a particular episode, video, or bit, share it around with your friends. Who knows? You may help another mind gapper find their way into our loving embrace. All right, that's enough from me. On with the show! Mind Gap Podcast. Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And we have an awesome guest joining us this week. It's been a while since we've had a guest. Yes. It's super exciting. Uh, this wonderful human being has so many podcasts, at least five, maybe six. I don't know what the final count is, but it's a lot. It's eight. You got eight. <laughs> eight podcasts. Eight is at nine. Do that again. Eight. That's eight with a ninth one maybe coming. Oh, my God. Yes, it's 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 a lot, and he's an awesome human. He's a big nerd. We're so excited to have him here. Please welcome the Almighty Crit. Woo! That's welcome. me. I'm him. <laughs> it is him, the Almighty Crit. Welcome. Thanks so much for uh, for for joining us tonight. This is super exciting. Well, thank you for having me. I'm super excited myself to be here. This is awesome. Uh, yeah, we're so excited. We've, we've got so much to talk about uh, tonight. But before we get started, I'd love to just have you plug everything you got going on, including the eight and a half podcasts, your whatever you've got, your socials, everything. Let everyone know where they can find your stuff. Oh, okay. You ready for this? Let's do it. I've, I've taken a big, deep breath. Let's do this. So we have uh, first and foremost, my my baby, my pride and joy. The Fumbling Four and the Almighty Crit live play D&D podcast, which is just ridiculousness completely ensued. Nice. Uh, so we have that. We have the Dungeons and Dragons lore cast, where we discuss all things Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, we have the Resident Evil lore cast, and that one's about Resident Evil. Huh. <laughs> I see what you're doing there. Yeah, I see what I did there? The pattern, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So we also have a few other live plays. We have uh, Call of Cthulhu Mythos Mysteries, which is a live play Call of Cthulhu podcast. We have Cyberpunked, that's Cyberpunked apostrophe D, which is our Cyberpunk Red live play podcast. Co-hosted by Austin Kutcher. Yes. yes. (laughs) We tried. He was such a jerk. He said, no, I ain't got time for that. And then he left. I was was disappointed. Deeply disappointed. We'll try next time. Next year, maybe. Uh, we also have, oh, I'm losing track here. Um, holy cow. I know. I told, I told you. Uh, let's see. We've got Call of Cthulhu, Dungeons and Dragons, Dungeons and Dragons Lorecast, Cyberpunks, Resident Evil. Uh, oh, we have our uh, Delta Green SCP files, which is uh, where we play as um, SCP agents dealing with the SCPs. What's, what's SCPs? Uh, secure contain protects they're 
<clears throat> they're basically anomalies or strange and random things of different variations that uh, are contained, protected, and secret from oh, society. Interesting. Okay. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a very much more serious version of things that are being theory. handled by top men. Top brass. Top. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, what else do we have? Holy cow. I guess I should. Everyone's shouting Avatar in the chat. Avatar. Yes. Avatar. The last airbender. Yes. Uh, we have our Avatar. Um, Avatar Legend of the Elements TTRPG as well. Uh, based off the new Avatar tabletop that just came out. So I oh think that wraps us up. Yeah, I think that's it. Got a lot going on. Where can people oh find God. you on social media? So you can, easiest way to find us is if you just go to uh, at four underscore crit on Twitter. Um, there you can find the links to all the rest of the Twitters that you may or may not want to be uh, in. in. Um, you can also find our Discord. It's linked in every single show note. It's linked in every single social media. And then you can find us on Facebook at Fumbling4 and the Almighty Crit. Nice. So awesome. Now, find us everywhere. <laughs> and people send you suggestions for podcasts they think you should start because they don't think you have enough. Going <laughs> we'll see. You know what? Go ahead, send them to me. If I like them, maybe I'll do them. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, Jared wants to know, when do you have time for anything else like eating, drinking, and masturbating? Uh, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I gave up eating and drinking. Go. <laughs> Priorities, man. Priorities. Hey, man. You got to do what you got to do. <laughs> and wolf's is also oh. knights of darkness is coming yes. soon yes we have knights of darkness which is um it's coming out the 30th of this month um the first episode has already dropped on all of our other shows so you can listen to it there um but it is a the first season is going to be vampire the masquerade very cool i actually get to play in that one and Ooh. um i am playing a oh, i can't remember now i've got so many characters <laughs> gee um, i wonder why i know i'm an asshole <laughs> Fair enough. Are you doing a Diablo? Someone goes Diablo podcast? Diablo podcast? No, but I mean. Someone else goes, I'd like a podcast about music that you've never heard of. That is impossible for me. I have heard of every single type of music. Someone else, uh, Rolo says Uno, <laughs> Uno podcast. Oh, that one's gold. We're doing that one. <laughs> Uno podcast? My daughter loves Uno. We oh, were, we played so much over the last few days again. It's been awesome. Final Fantasy podcast someone recommends? I think there's actually one coming to uh, Spotify soon. I think one of our uh, network hosts is going to start one. I don't want to dive into that because there's way too much. There's a lot, man. That is, yeah. a, that is a twisted web of, of stuff. Jared, I'm not even going to say that. I won't. I won't say it. I won't. He's he loves this movie. He just through and through. He'll never, never gonna give it up. Never gonna let it let it go. I got it. Don't worry. Yeah, there it is. That's what we think <laughs> about that suggestion, sir. No, sir. Uh but, but so we got a lot to talk about. So you got all these amazing things. Uh, check mm. out uh, Almighty Crit on all of his podcasts on all of his social medias. Please give him a follow. Check him out. So cool. Uh, before we get started, let's go ahead and get through some housekeeping. Housekeeping. So a couple things. First one, if you don't already, you can check us out on Spotify. We exist there. You can check out our podcast there as well as everywhere else you find your podcast. But we do exist on Spotify. I also have a special announcement. We now are streaming both on Twitch at twitch.tv slash podcast as well as YouTube. You're streaming live there concurrently at the same time. 
Uh, we do our podcast live on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Central, and we do the video game streams on Saturdays at 8 p.m. Central. So please come check us out on both those spots. And if you could do us a huge favor, do us a huge favor. This would mean a lot to us. Hmm. Head over to Twitch, hit that follow button, head over to YouTube, smash that subscribe button. Um, it would mean the world to us. Um, we just started a YouTube shorts playlist and it's kind of gotten a little bit of traction. Uh, some people have gotten some views and some of the stuff that we've done. So if you could just do us a solid head over to YouTube, hit subscribe, uh, it'd mean the world to us as we're trying to build up that stuff over there. It'd be great. Um, also, so we, since we do record our podcasts live, you, like you said, you can catch us on Twitch and YouTube. Uh, the Twitch uh, video on demands, the VODs, will only be available to subscribers. So uh, if you do want to catch it after we've streamed, you can head over to YouTube and check that out. Or just wait for the audio drop on Thursdays to catch all that good stuff. So, bam, there you go, all for that. Uh, next up, uh, please join our Discord server. Very simple. Uh, we've got a wonderful community of people. We, we post wonderful memes. Uh, we talk about all sorts of things. We, 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 we set up game nights. Uh, people are playing uh, Halo Infinite right now, multiplayer. Like, people are just getting in with that. Justin, I thought of you last night as we were playing and all the fun things you used to do in Halo. I remember how much fun you'd had. I owned Halo when I played that game. <laughs> I owned anyone that played against me by sitting in a corner, staring at a wall so they could not find me. And then as soon as they got close, I'd blow myself up so they couldn't get the kill. Yes. I owned. He won. <laughs> uh, so it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a good time. So uh, come check out our Discord. Join us. Um, we've got a lot of fun stuff over there. You can head over to twitch.tv slash podcast. There's a link in the about section to Discord. And I'm also going to start putting them into our YouTube videos so you can easily do it from there. Chris, as you said that, I'm like, why aren't I putting the links to our Discord in our show notes? We should do that. Like, Let's what am I doing? Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, so please come hang out with us. Join our community. We've grown so much in a year. It's been great. It's been so exciting to meet new people and uh, just get a chance to hang out. It's been great. Um, next up, please check out our merch at redbubble.com. Head over to Redbubble, type in MindGap Podcast, and you'll find a couple of our designs there. We've got our classic MindGap logo there as well as a spray paint version and then of course the eye will haunt your butt uh you know a little ghost is there as well pick yourself up something nice for the holidays you deserve it it's super good uh there we go uh and of course uh like i mentioned we do our video game live stream on saturdays this saturday it's left for dead 2 baby we're getting back into it we're calling it now for whatever reason those shorts have been doing really well people love the left for dead 2 stuff and uh, Slotty mentioned specifically the two that are doing really well are the ones where he's fucking up in Left 4 Dead 2. I don't know if that's a coincidence, but <laughs> they're great moments. And uh, Jared mentioned we need a clip of him dangling in the elevator shaft and, and Doug knocking the people off trying to help. I need to find out where that is, and I absolutely want to put that one in because that was a fun one. But Left 4 Dead 2 is one of my favorite games. So come check <laughs> Left My Dad 2. Jesus, Noah. Wow, wow, wow. It's, yeah, so uh, 8 p.m. Uh, Central Time on Saturday. Come hang out, watch. It's usually a shit show. It's fun. It's a really good time. I'm looking forward to it. And last Saturday, we had ourselves a Jackbox night, which was so much fun. Jill joined us, mm -hmm. which was great. And that girl got lit. That girl had a bottle of wine, and boy, was she on the struggle bus at the end of the night. 
Uh, <laughs> we had some fun. I posted a clip of that already in our YouTube shorts of one of the many inappropriate things that was said or done in that show. I'm sure I'll have plenty more to post. It was a really great time. So um, please come check us out this Saturday. Hang out with us. Uh, we'd love to see you there. With that, housekeeping closed. Closed. So, Mr. Crit. Um, yes, sir. You are a man of many things. Oh, that's right. We got to meet the real Elmo. I forgot about that. It was a guy who joined us on the chat, and he was super enjoyable. Super nice. Super nice person. Yeah, it was very cool. Awesome. Very cool. And I didn't get... Uh, I missed this. Yeah, it's all right. Their name was the real <laughs> Elmo. And I was like, cool. The, the real Elmo. Yeah. You know, it's like the Ohio State, you know? <laughs> Not a real Elmo. Which is hauntingly just more horrifying it's a real elmo because it means there's many of them and i don't like that yeah <laughs> no wolf's lore says hey just i see you rocking hair good shit <laughs> for everyone listening uh, to the audio version of the podcast uh, i am the only haired person on the uh, on the podcast right now we had a discussion about me shaving my head during the episode we'll see where the night takes us i'm not saying i'm not gonna do it yeah there you go. Anything's no, my possible. promises you can't keep. Right? <laughs> right? We'll see. We'll see. Uh, so, Crit, you have all these podcasts, man. What What? What makes you what makes you so inspired? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Let's ask what everyone wants to know. How? Why? What do you How? Do so, let's let's start with the why. So, I'm gonna, I'm going to get dark for a moment. Let's do it. I don't want to. I don't want to bring the mood down a little bit, but I'm gonna. <laughs> Let's do it. You ask these questions. He's, he says as he giggles. Uh, it's terrible. So uh, I was. So long story short, D and D's been a play. It's been a been a thing for me for years. At 22, I think we're on 22 years. Wow. Um, and it's played a huge part of my life. It's. Uh, one of the biggest reasons I could come out of my shell. Uh, it was one of the bigger reasons that I never let go of being who I am. You know, I, I it's it's who I am. It's played a very important role in my life. Um, and after getting out of the military, you when you go from a life where they tell you what to do, what to wear, how you should act, it, your life is completely controlled to freedom again. It's it's hard to it's hard to. Tr- get back to the norm sure. um not to mention all the deep and dark stuff you got to deal with um but the ttrpg community was there every step of the way i mean i got my biggest support from my nerds okay they were always there and as i continued to play and i continued to grow and i continued to come back out of my shell and figure out who i was again I started to hear these stories that we spun and I started to listen to the fun banter that my party had and my friends had. And I thought, you know what? I was able to get such a wonderful gift from this, this game, these experiences, these laughter, you know, these moments filled with laughter and joy. I don't want to be greedy and I don't want to keep it to myself. I want to be able to share this with the world because my biggest goal in life is to bring as much happiness to the world as I can. That is the only thing I've ever wanted to do. You know, it's the reason I joined the military. It's the reason I wanted to 
I wanted to grow up and be a firefighter and do all these wonderful things. I want to save people. I want to make a difference. I want to make the world better. It's my only objective in life. And if I can't do that through the military anymore, and I can't do that through, you know, action packed gunfights that never happened. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to bring it through what I'm good at and I'm good at storytelling, you know, as, as what I've been told, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Um, but I want to share joy with the world. I want somebody to tune into our podcast, listen to it, laugh their asses off the whole way through and just smile, you know, having a bad day. I want you to smile. I want you to remember those wonderful moments. And one show wasn't enough. I didn't feel like it was enough. I didn't feel like we were reaching the people we could. Um, it's not about the money for me. In fact, I've talked with a lot of my fellow hosts on each one of these shows or the cast members in the shows. And if we ever get big, we've already decided that I guarantee you, if not half three fourths of the proceeds will go back to charities. That's beautiful. Wow. That's awesome, man. We, you know, we, you gotta have enough to pay the bills because these lights are expensive, but, uh, (laughs) but everything that we don't need, you know, and it's need not want, you know, of course everybody wants to drive the fancy Porsche and everything we don't need that. We're simple people. We love a simple life. We want to bring joy. That's it. So we have discussed and decided, you know, we're going to continue to do that as much as possibly can. You know, my dream is to be able to sit on the big stage like Critical Role and be like, hey, how's everybody doing tonight? You know, and just bring joy. That would be incredible. That's such a great, great motive behind this. Yeah, that's really awesome, man. I think that's such a <laughs> it's such a great thing. It's like I I I got started in D and D very late, like uh uh like three years ago for the very first time, and I started just dipping my toes into it, and uh I fell in love with it, and then I instantly was like, I want to DM, so I did uh I DM'd like for about a year for one <laughs> one thing uh. One one campaign like it was intro, it was like Lost Minds of Fandelver so it was just like an intro thing so I could okay. I played through it and I was like now I want to DM this yeah um, and uh, I just I got so into it I was like this is so cool because it, it, it's the idea of telling a story right like everyone could play the Lost Minds of Fandelver but everyone could have a different experience and that to me was mm-hmm. absolutely fanc- fascinating based on how people are playing and what they're doing yep. and which is always compelling but when I first started. And we just jumped right into it. And I was like, uh, and then the DM goes, okay, what do you want to do? And I was like, what are my options? He's like, you can do whatever you want. I was like, uh, Dang. what? I, uh, I, I, I don't know. Like, and it was overwhelming just to be like, you know, to do whatever you wanted. And it was, it was crazy. And, it, and I got to the point, like, as I started listening to things like critical role, hearing people just, the idea, like, especially the idea of being a DM was so crazy. It still is to me where it's like, how do you plan on everything that's going to happen? It's like, you can sort of plan for some, but then you just have to like, let go and be like, mm-hmm. this is where it's happening. This is where it's going. And if you, cause you don't want a railroad. Cause that leads for a terrible experience. Choo-choo. Right. Yeah. <laughs> toot, toot. Justin, where were you, man? We're in the, on the train whistle. <laughs> I'm enjoying listening to that. I appreciate. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we had one. Got one for the. Uh, we pulled that. Oh no! Pulled that mm. from the uh, from the web last week. I never actually put it on the soundboard. Gotcha. Wah, wah, wah. Uh, but I, 
Is it? There we go. Close enough. Close cool. enough. Close um, enough for government work. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I, uh, but I, I, I just, I fell in love with the idea of it and just hearing these stories being told and and everything like that. Like, I'm, I'm 100 with you. Like, it's something that to allow yourself the opportunity just to play and have fun mm-hmm. and tell this story together. Uh, I, I'm, I'm. This is gonna sound so out of context. This is something you would clip out of out of context and be like. Oh wow! And this is for Doug's political anti-political ad. I was like, the <laughs> pandemic has been a blessing, and here's why. <laughs> but the idea <laughs> being that all of these things that normally I didn't have time for, or other people didn't have time to, for, mm-hmm. they have been like, well, I'm stuck at home and I want to do something, so now I guess I will play games with people, which is why yep. we transitioned so heavily into Twitch. Anyway, it was because Justin and I used to meet in the basement of a bar and record our our podcast on a shitty phone and just terrible audio and just we're on the up and up. Yeah. It was just, it was, well, and then we, we were like, we have to figure this out. And we realized, Oh my gosh, like we could actually really use Twitch. What it's for, which is playing games and, you know, doing yeah. all sorts of stuff like that. And then just getting more involved with, you know, some people are, are, you know, very purists. Like I only do D and D and tabletop if I'm physically there, like I won't do it digitally. Mm. And all I've ever done is digital. Cause I'm like, there's so much more I can do digitally. Oh yeah physically in person so it's it's been such a wonderful experience in that regard to connect with people that i normally wouldn't have been able to connect with and also get to the point where i'm like wait i'm actually in the process of trying to build a one shot for justin and a couple other guys that have never done D before to kind of get them like i got into D even later <laughs> it still hasn't happened yet so <laughs> But it's it's one of those things where you know, I'm, try, I'm trying to I'm trying to build this out so that because he's he's done the Dungeons and Dragons the fantasy yeah. adventure board game which is super linear but it's a great intro into kind of like okay what's possible and yep. and everything it, it dips the toes in but this one is going to be really like I want I want him to turn him loose I want to see what sort of shit because Justin's mm-hmm. an X factor in everything he does in a good way you don't yes. know what Justin's going to do <laughs> and it's always. It's always awesome. It's, I'll either make the game awesome or I'll tank it. Yeah. <laughs> and it'll be absolutely you can't wonderful. Tank it. That's the that's the best part. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. But um, you know, that being said, you know, as I'm sort of preparing this one shot mm-hmm. for Justin and, and some other folks, Justin, brand new to all this. What advice would you give him as a player as we're getting relatively close to starting this uh hopefully in the next month or two what advice would you give to him who's he's never played anything like this before never done anything like this before what advice would you give him so the first and foremost thing i will start off with is don't try to read the entire player's handbook in one night and expect to memorize everything don't bother i will uh i hear you and i will raise you i'm not planning on reading anything beautiful beautiful your dm will know what you need to know and he will tell you what you need to know and that's it i'm planning on that (laughs) (laughs) it's honestly is there a player's hand if doug's creating a one shot is there a player's handbook is there a reference guide for me or is that is that something doug creates no there's there's a standard set of rules there there you go dun 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 (laughs) All right, I'm going to ask you to open up 
to page one, and we're just gonna sit here. While All right, we... you ready for this? Here Listen, go. he's got it memorized. After twenty-two <laughs> years, he he can read it to you. That's true. You better do you can recite it to you verbatim. Let us begin, my children. <laughs> yeah, this you you do have you have a book for everything. Well, let's take a step back. You have a book for almost everything in D anD. d It all depends on your DM, which yeah. leads me into. My number two recommendation is don't read the book. It, it, here's here's better. Here's a better way to put it. Don't expect the monster that you see or hear about before you to be exactly what you think it is. Because that's where my my favorite part of D&D, the homebrew aspect, comes into play. Okay. The DM has full control of the game. You walk in there and you're like, oh, spiders, <laughs> fire. Oh, well, guess what? They just became fire resistant. Wow. <laughs> Throw us little curveballs here and there. Yeah. Right. It's best when playing to expect nothing. Yes, I think that's fair. Okay. Expect nothing. Cool. Go in with ambitions and expectations from your DM, however. That's what you can expect. Expect to have a good time. And expect to share that if you're not having a good time. It, it is the most frustrating thing as a DM when I'm sitting at a table with new players and one person is not having a good time and they sit on their phone or they start drawing on their paper and I look at them and I go, okay, what would you like to do? And they go, huh? <laughs> we mean, huh? I've been talking for the last two hours. What do you mean, huh? Yeah. Well, I think the thing that I have going into this, which is nice, is that I, I understand from a very, uh, uh, just from a logical level, I understand what Doug's put into this. <laughs> and so <laughs> I feel like if at minimum, you'll get attention out of me. <laughs> at, at minimum. That's, that's all you can give your DM, honestly. That is the best thing. And when it's all over, give your honest feedback. Because a DM cannot improve their skill if they don't get honest feedback. I don't know how many times I've had people turn around three weeks after the game's over and they're like, I really liked it. But why did you tell me that night when I said, what did you guys think? Like y'all worried about hurting my feeling. I'm not going to get any better. You have to critique, be honest, be honest cool. in your critiques. Now, as you as a player, this is what I recommend to you. All right. You're not going to like this. You are not <laughs> going to like this day. Hey, lay it on them. I love it. It's the truth. Well, maybe. Shoot, we'll for, shoot for the moon. Because if you miss, you'll still hit those stars. So if you want to do it, you do it. I 100% okay. agree. You don't it's know how many... I've killed some of the most ridiculous beasts in the most ridiculous manners. I rode a giant spider off of a cliff because I didn't want to fight it. I rode it off of a cliff. I said, we're doing this. I tamed it, <laughs> rode it off a cliff, and it died. I survived. You tamed it. You took the I tamed time it. to tame it, and then you killed it. If by tamed it, you mean stabbed a blade in its face and just kind of drove it like a stick shift, okay. yes, I tamed it. <laughs> in my mind, I'm like, I built a corral. No, I, no, no. I, I, no. I bought a cattle dog to get it in there. And then uh, over the course of months, maybe years, I developed a bond with it, and I taught it tricks. No. I took it to the show. It imprinted know? on me. You know, You're right? I, exactly. I jumped on it, smacked that ass, said, "You mine now." <laughs> okay, Run off cliff. That kind of training. I got you. 
No, I think I think Crit makes a really good point because again, what I was paralyzed by the fact was, you know, you can do whatever you want. You really can. Doesn't mean it's not without consequences. Exactly. Um, you know, that's why Matt Mercer's famous line of you can certainly try when someone asks if they can do something, he's like, Of course you can. You can try. Whether or not it works. Well, and I think like your to your point, Doug, that previous uh that previous game that you were DMing, mm -hmm. you said you gave them a some magic paint or something. Oh yeah. Like, that was a terrible idea. And immediately, like, well, can we just draw a door to, the, like, the end of the, the, the level or whatever? Like, did we just have fast travel? I immediately had to go in and correct it. I was like, I did not see. Yes. It's so... Slotty admits it. He goes, I abused it immediately. Like, they absolutely did. I was like... this rock and walk through it. I immediately was like, I fucked this up. This isn't what it's supposed to be used for. But I didn't think about that. And that's the, that's the beauty of it, is you can't think of everything. And you're no. going to find some creative way to do something that I haven't thought of or you're going to easily destroy something and be like, well, that was disappointing. Or it's going to be like, this should be easy and this thing's going to fucking crush you. And those are the yeah. things I'm most terrified of, but we're going to get through it together, you know? <laughs> yeah. See, I have one of those. We, we, we briefly talked about it before the show. We have our mascot, Charlie Transmutation. The, the cat folk that can vomit up anything at once. Mm hmm this thing was a transmutation bag that I gave my party members, which means they can shove anything they want into it and it turns to just pure energy. Mm -hmm. okay. And they can pull whatever they want as long as it's equivalent in material. Equivalent exchange, just like exactly. Full Metal Alchemist, very good. <laughs> Except for they abused this and put bodies in there. It was their uh, murder storage device, uh, essentially. And <laughs> like, because it was infinite. I gave them an infinite one thinking, ah, not a big deal. They started shoving dead bodies, living bodies, everything they could went in this bag, and I got tired of it. So this is the creative part you have to get into, and this is this only comes with experiences DMing. It got to a point where I knew that it didn't matter what they did. I threw at them. The campaign was over. They god mode it. That's it. Yeah. So I took the bag away in the best way possible. I first gave it sentience, and it refused to eat any organic item. It's okay. not a diet. It's not a diet. Yep. And because I kept track of everything they were shoving into it, I transmuted souls to give it a life. Like a re It was mm. real. It was living. They continued to force feed it things. They found ways <laughs> around this rule. And I said, that's great. That's what I wanted. You knew so they were going to do it. You knew I they knew were they were going to do it. So after force feeding it, one morning they woke up and the bag was gone. But they heard rustling on the on the outside of their tents. When they opened it, there's this cat that is completely insane, speaks, breaks the fourth wall all the time, and vomits up anything it wants because it's full of absolutely everything. And it just took off. It hung out with them for a while and said, right, I'm gone. But before it left, the party, I had to get my last dig at the party, they would ask for items for him to cough up, and he'd cough up the most random items. The Fork of Fornication was born that day. <laughs> Tell me more. Oh, I mean... They, they asked for a longsword that could uh, produce flame, some sort of flame ability. We just need something that the light is on fire. And I, of course... <laughs> we'll, we'll, pull the, we'll pull the voice for you. You want, uh, you want a sword? Ah, uh, okay. Coughs up insert fork of fornication if you hold the fork you immediately want to fornicate with whatever living object is near you 
<laughs> so tell me, how fast did the cat get fucked? Just, just lay it on me. How quick did it happen? <laughs> Nobody picked it up. Nobody. I was like, I worked so hard on this. I have something to shove back in the cat. <laughs> <laughs> I want to force feed it something. I want to force feed it something. I want to give you a gift. <laughs> you got a pretty mouth, kitty. <laughs> What's what? in the cat? <laughs> I love how Jared just uh, simplified it into the fuck fork. I love yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck fork. Yeah, but I mean, we I, I took it away in the most creative way I could, and thus was born the most iconic character of all of our D&D sessions. Yeah. Well, and I guess the nice thing with that then is because this cat ran away, at any point, this thing can show back up just to throw... Li- uh, potentially a literal wrench in the middle of everything and, it, that- and it quite often does yeah, I, love <laughs> I love it uh, it's actually now the deity of trickery and deceit of course. in our campaigns so Perfect. he just spawns up all the time and i punish them repeatedly for it's it's mike my, my nice little reminder to the right. party hey uh don't try to act like you're bigger than me because i will take you down shit <laughs> true i mean that i I mean you a gift (laughs) i i'm not i'm not there to try and you know i've heard the horror stories of dms who are just drunk Mm -hmm. on power and just you know they just they see this as 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 just a uh, vessel for them to have something in their life that they can do so uh and so i'm always very afraid of that like i don't want that to happen at all but there's also like what's kind of beautiful about you know the game is that anything can be changed if you want Mm -hmm. like there's some things that's like I mean, personally, I hate the spell guidance. I think it's dumb. You know, I think uh, I think uh, it's stupid. <laughs> it's, a, it's a dumb spell. I'm and, gonna give uh, you additional abilities to maybe hit something. Here's here's a constant <laughs> plus D four that you can just have yeah. on everything, just because I say it. And I I fucking hate that spell. And I got so mad when there's just like I'm like, this is a dumb spell. Why would I ever have to do this? C two, what's up, girl? How you doing? How you doing? Welcome to the stream. Good to see you. Um, but yeah, it's one of those things where uh, the creativity to adjust and to, I don't know, I guess the thing I, I just want to make sure I impart to everyone as we get started, I was like, this is your story. I'm just helping you mm-hmm. tell it. Right. Like, that's really yeah. what it is. Like I, yeah. Cause we joke a lot when we play the, the, the board game. We're like, what's Doug have in store for us? I'm like, yeah, I mean, I literally have a map that tells me where everything is. And yes, I'm doing that, but yeah. I didn't build this. I just, it's what thing tells me whereas with this thing like i'm i'm building it and i will have some things some obstacles and stuff i'll put in there but i i am so terrified justin that you guys this is going to be a cakewalk for you because there's something that i've not thought of that you guys are just going to go whoop or what i have is just so pair like just one track that you guys are like no we're gonna do this instead i'm gonna be like oh shit this is not what I thought was going to happen. For everything. Oh no! And yeah. but at the same time, I'm like, you know what? It'll be fun. And if it doesn't go well, so what? It'll be it'll be interesting regardless. You know, yeah. like I do not bully you in the dungeon, Karen's Jared. That's false. <laughs> if anything, you guys bully me relentlessly, relentlessly. I have, I have, I have paid witness to this. I, I have to. I have to agree with Doug on this one. <laughs> I do not. That's cr- that's crazy. Oh, what? I really, I mean, look, the, I, I will say, uh, as far as colors go, you do need to get your monitor checked, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about the colors. Talk about what's what? red, what's red, what's gray, <laughs> you know, what's, you Lies know, it's, 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 it's fair enough. That's, that's fair enough. I, I, I agree with that. 
but um, I'm very much looking forward to to running this with Justin and some of the other folks. I think it'll be fun. Just because I want... Because I also understand that for folks like Justin and some of these other players, they can't do a a three-year commitment to a game. Oh, no. It's just... We could. We won't. Exactly. (laughs) At least not yet. Here's the thing. If you do this right, we might. Yeah. And that's the thing. you, Doug. Because I understand that this is a commitment. Like we we did Lost Minds of Fandelver, and we basically every single week for about a year, and that was a pretty basic campaign. There's not a whole lot to it, and it's you know thanks. Everyone's like, don't f it up. Thank you, C two. Appreciate it. (laughs) Um, you know it's 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 so I understand like in 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 your (laughs) in your uh uh, interest of your time and and what you guys have available i would love you to experience a piece of this have fun that's what's kind of great about a one shot anyway is you can be reckless because it's like ah this character dies whatever i'm not doing anything with him anyway i mean i get to start at a certain level i could i could i could kind of have fun you know it's like it'll be it'll be interesting to see like what happens uh and i'm gonna throw some wild stuff in there to see what you guys do with it you know and What'll be great is most of you won't know what it is, and you won't know like that something could have horrific effects if you mess mm-hmm. with it. And it's like whatever, it's up to you. <laughs> I wanted, I want to make, I want to give my character some quirk where he's he's got like an like. I feel like this could be fun and also throw again a huge wrench into everything. Where like every time he you pass by any body of water, big or small, puddle to ocean, he has to drink. I don't- <laughs> For some, every time he passes a, a rock, he's got to kick it, or he's got to hug a tree, or those like, are the I perfect ticks. Some sort that's just gonna get us into trouble and potentially lead us way off the beaten path. So there is, there is they've they've added us to the new fifth edition, which I love. You've got your bonds, your ideals, like you have these things about you. Okay. Um, I didn't think that was enough when we started playing. So I added fears, phobias, and manias to the characters. And some of the manias that people have rolled, like one of the manias is they have to say a certain word at the end of every sentence. Uh, One of them was they have to consistently snort gasoline. Oh my God. Yeah. They, yeah. It's, it's insane. Nobody's, nobody's rolled that one, but it's one of the options. Jesus Christ. That's Um, wild. But, yeah, I added fear, phobias, and manias because I was like, I need the one thing I will say is the most important and last thing I will say for advice for you is when you start playing D&D, get into your role. Okay. Come up with a silly voice. Uh, know your character inside and out. You are not you when you play D&D. <clears throat> you are someone completely different. You are telling a character's story on their behalf just like the dungeon master is not the boss of the game. He's just the one who's rolling out the obstacles in front of the goal that you're trying to reach. That is his whole, his or her's whole objective in the game is to put those obstacles forth before you. And the best way, this is for you, Doug. Mm -hmm. The best way I have found to DM is to do absolutely zero research. Okay. What do you mean by that? in there. So walk in there with your main plot points. Okay. So if we're doing Curse of Strahd, mm-hmm. okay, and I'm comfortable and everybody else at the table is comfortable with homebrew rules and homebrew material and whatever, I will walk in there and go, okay, my plot point one is they have to get to Barovia. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how do I get them to where curse, where the Curse of Strahd takes place? 
I'll figure that out when I get to the table. That's plot point one. They have to go to Barovia. Plot point number two is they have to know who the bad guy is. So he has to introduce himself the first time. Plot point number three is, okay, well, they have to know that they're in mortal danger. So I have to put them in mortal danger to let them know that this is this is for real. Three, so on and so forth. These are my plot points. How they get there is completely up to them. So there is no way hmm. for them to throw me a curveball because the whole thing's a curveball and the whole thing has to be improvised. I like that because that means like when, you know, you're like, I have this tower, this this very dangerous tower that they're going to have to go through. Someone goes, I want to climb the vines on the outside. You're like, all right, roll a strength check, a natural 20. Yep. They just climbed the tower and got to the top. You're like, shit. Uh, <laughs> they just Wasn't bypassed everything this. I put in front of them. Shit. Yep. You know, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those things where, yeah, you don't basically get screwed over that way. Mm-hmm. I have a logistical question. Yes. Okay. This is this is something that has always thrown me. It still throws me, and I'm I'm assuming that once I start playing it, it will kind of reveal itself. But in an instance like that, let's say that there is a tower, and I'm assuming that as the DM, theoretically, you've spent days coming up with what's yeah. in this tower, and you're like, okay, they're going to enter, and there's going to be these kind of traps it's a spiral staircase and there's doors off the side and there's these kind of mm-hmm. yada, yada you build this whole thing yep and someone decides to climb the tower and just says fuck all of that when they get to the top of the tower or maybe they're on the roof of the tower are you as the dm just making up you're like and now there's a spider that comes out like it, it, are you guys <laughs> improvising yes as much as as the players are or... sometimes yes like yeah. If here's my thing, if let's, like, let's, how do you, how do, what stops you from just going and then a dragon? <laughs> that's what makes you a bad. That's a bad DM right there. It's like so that's, mad that you outthought yeah. them that they're like, I'm yeah. gonna punish you. Yeah. So, so there's a couple what we call house rules for DMs. Some DMs go nat twenty. I don't care. Like skill checks. Me personally, nat twenty is a nat twenty. Like you got it, man. Nailed it. I am proud of you cool some dms are like okay you can't nat 20 on a skill check but you can nat 20 on attacks that's about the only thing okay there are different it's house rules essentially that's the thing with the dm when he gets to the table he he or she needs to establish house rule like this is the way it's gonna be there's no if errands or buts that's the same point when you as a dm establish with your players where are the no-go zones like what can we can't can we discuss okay so that being out of the way we get back to your question of the tower. Okay. So this is where we've established our home rules. So if I, as the DM have said, nat twenties aren't nat twenties on skill checks. I don't care if you get a 20, it takes a 27 to climb the tower. So you're still not climbing that bad boy. Sorry. Hmm. Now me, I'm the nat 20 DM nat twenties and nat 20, but there's nothing saying that that climb isn't going to be a series of checks. Exactly. Because that tower is, you know, 120 feet in the air. You are not climbing 120 foot off of one skill check. Sorry, bub. I need six. You managed to nat 26 of them. First off, I'm checking your dice to see if they're loaded. Because (laughs) that's ridiculous. No, no, no. But, you know, the second thing is if you managed to do it all, I'm proud of you. You did it. That's an achievement. But yeah, at this point, I am totally flying off the seat of my pants 
and I have to figure out what's going to come next. Usually that's where I turn around and say, give me a second. <laughs> or maybe this whole time that they've been do rolling those checks, my brain, I really don't. I already have the number. I know what number you need to pass through all six of those chat, those checks. I am on the other side trying to think they're going to pass. So what do I have to throw at them? So I will frantically flip through the monster manual or I will flip through the catalog of what's in my brain and go, mm, I'm thinking that when they get to the top of this tower, I want to throw something that's not going to necessarily kill them, but challenge them. Because the whole fun of D&D isn't just the creative aspect. It's the challenges that I place forth before you. Okay. That's the fun part. So in this case, I'm not going to throw a dragon. In fact, I'm going to throw a will-o'-wisp. I'm going to throw three will-o'-wisps because they're easy enough. Their challenge rating is low enough, but you're not expecting it. I like or, that. Or, hey, I'll throw another, I'll throw a portal. You get to the top, the minute you climb over the top of it, it portals you inside to the, th you know, three, three floors from the top. Okay. And you're like, what's going on? Well, the wizard was smarter than that. He wasn't just going to let you walk on in. Like, come right, on. Right. You've been fighting the whole game to get to this point. Like, yeah. Yeah. There's no way he would have ever expected anyone to climb the tower. I mean, he was totally ready for you to Jeez, no come way. on. That's six net twenties. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I like about that, that, that too. Cause maybe you get all the way up there. You get up there and guess what? Uh, there's a hatch and the hatch is locked and your <laughs> character doesn't know how to pick locks. And now you're like, well, shit, I climbed all the way up here by mm -hmm. myself. And now I'm like, uh, what do you do? I don't know. Do you want to try those six checks to see if you can get back down without dying? You know, or, you know, if you did, you know, okay, are you alerting the people? You know, are you making noise when you're climbing up? Are you making like, oh, you're grunting yep. or you're doing stuff? Does that alert other stuff inside the tower, which could lead to X, Y, and Z? Because I, in one of the games, you know, the, the game I DM'd, they were going to like a castle and they were stealthing around the castle and they had bad stealth checks. And they came to yeah. a part where there were two hobgoblins who were keeping just stalwart watch. They saw them. They alerted the entire castle that they were coming. And some of the feedback I got was one of the guys was like, dude, this feels like a death trap. I'm like, keep in mind, you guys got spotted. Like, right, you guys, yeah. it is a death trap because after you got spotted, you went inside. Like, everyone knows you're there. Like, that, that's that's on you. Like, I I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Like, you, you, you could have walked yeah. away. I mean, if you wanted. But... Everyone knew you were there. So if, if that's your choice, I mean, that's cool. You, you kick in and they were successful. They kicked down the mm -hmm. doors. You know, they busted their way through. They made it. But I'm like, hey, I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, that is a death trap. They know you're there. So that's what that's what's going to happen. <laughs> and, you know, the thing is, is a lot of people get invested with their characters and they quite often forget you can run away. Yep. You can run away and live to fight another day. Figure it out. Go back. Gather allies. Yeah. Go back at a different time. Being like, all right, they caught us. We escaped barely. Yeah. Let's try in the middle of the night this time when mm -hmm. there's not as many guards. Yeah. You know, that that's going to be a, a thing for me to wrap my head around because in this board game that we're playing, I'm like, <laughs> all right, I can run away five spaces <laughs> and then I can run away five more. And now I'm stuck. Yeah. 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 So, that game is not, does not lend itself to uh, that much creativity. <laughs> no, no. With, yeah. With D and D, it, you are only limited by your own imagination, one hundred percent. DM and player both. You are only limited by your imagination. It can get as crazy as you want. I mean, when we just had Wolf come and guest with us, come guest play with us, he played a goose. Hmm. 
He was a goose the whole game. And I was because he's like, I want to play something funny. You guys are hilarious. I need something that's going to fit. And I want to be over the top that the cast isn't expecting. I was like, well, you could play a goose. (laughs) Nobody expects a goose. Wolf is a goose. (laughs) That's pretty amazing. It's great. It's great. We've got party members. We've got Ampersand the other. That's his name. Ampersand the other. (laughs) Uh, He is he's his lawful, chaotic, stupid. That's the easiest way to explain him. He is he is a raging barbarian with like little to no intelligence. So it's hard to keep, you know, this is the party I got to deal with and mm-hmm. to keep them on track. It really tests your ability as a DM. How am I going to get them on track? And sometimes I've been caught railroading, but it's mm-hmm. funny because I turn it into a joke. Yeah. I used Charlie transmutation in one episode to drive a literal train. <laughs> That's amazing. You know, it's, it is what you make of it. D&D yeah. is 100% what you make of it. And all TTRPGs are the same way. It is yeah. what you make of it. And, and in fact, every single role-playing game book you buy, the front page, it will say, DM rules all. These rules are literally a guideline to fun. Yeah. It does not need to be followed to the T. Yeah. So it, I, I'm more excited than I uh, think I have been in a long time for this <laughs> thing now after talking with you. Uh, yeah, I, I'm so excited to do character creation with you and the other folks because I just yeah. want to see. Because what I want to do is I want to give you guys access to everything. I want you to take a week and I want you just to go through and see what's there because you have a lot of options and I want to see what you come up with. I want to walk you through everything. I cannot wait to just get started with you all and just see what happens because I just, I'm expected personally just to be thoroughly entertained by you all and see. <laughs> what happens because what i expect is just to sit back and just watch as you guys (laughs) do whatever it is you're gonna do and you know tear the walls down off everything yeah just it'll be it'll be amazing and yeah it's it's i'm very much looking forward to it so um i think crit's given you and me and everyone some wonderful advice i think this is this is excellent if you're if you're if you're curious about dnd i was always overwhelmed by it um I always thought, oh, I can't be that vulnerable. I can't role play. That's it's not who I am. And you just realize that it doesn't have to be that. It's This right. isn't theater. You don't even have to do a voice if you don't want to. Just like False. you said. Fair enough. Uh, by the way, the chat said, Justin, whatever you do, you have to be Gilbert Godfrey. Like you have to use that voice no matter what <laughs> yes. you do. You have to do it. Yes. So you could be the most noble, noble paladin of just whatever. And then but you're still just Gilbert Godfrey, you know, doing whatever you're doing. We've got to save the villagers. <laughs> there it is. It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's going to follow that man into battle because, you know, they know where he is at all times, you know? <laughs> Just to place a princess as Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> Uh, yes. Oh, see, that's Man, what I'm talking we about. Need this. this is anything's, anything is possible. Uh, um, Princess Gilbert Godfrey. Life now is to get on Critical Role as <laughs> Princess Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> if you do that, I want to get in on Charlie Transmutation. Exactly. One hundred percent. I want to see the tomfoolery that ensues with these two. Yeah. With yeah. Oh God. Yes. Yes. Someone start up the cat. I've got an idea. <laughs> This guy's got an idea. Let's go. Woo! <laughs> Bring the barfy cat around. 
I'm gonna put something inside of it. <laughs> Listen, I have this wonderful invention. It's called a cat upholt. You'll never, they'll never see it coming. <laughs> Amazing. Somewhere in there, there's the aristocrats, or aristocrats uh, joke. I don't know where, but we'll figure it out. Yeah, it's amazing. It's yeah. so good. Um, so real quick, I want to talk about it uh, as we kind of like start heading towards the end of the show here. But um, how long have we been going? I didn't even. Yeah, we're we're at least late. I don't know where we've been going. rolling. Holy cow! We've been rolling. It's been crazy. Um, but the uh, it was announced today that the new Spider-Man uh, No Way Home trailer. Uh, was was being released I think just before we went uh, we went live and um, all the stuff that has been coming out about this all the speculation all the news and everything like that I've gotten to the point now where I just don't care anymore and I wish everyone would just shut the fuck up and we'll just like go watch the movie because yes the, uh, the I, I posted in our discord today there was a tweet from someone where they had posted the exact times in all time zones when the trailer be dropping and i was like is, is this what we're doing is this what we're doing and for the record jared said no spoilers i haven't watched it i don't intend on watching it so and yeah to anyone in the chat don't spoil it either but like i have zero <laughs> e20 says i can't believe they brought in both woody and buzz crazy <laughs> so unexpected um dynamic duo because <laughs> i because part of what i what i love about this is i love the enjoyment that the excitement that the fans have for mm -hmm. it and and but the problem is and just and i have talked about this before is sometimes the fans craft their own perfect story in their mind of what's going to happen and what they want to happen and when it doesn't happen they're so let down that they hate the movie right and with I'm, this yeah. this is i feel like has gone off the rails as far as what people's expectations are what the fan theories are and i'm over it I feel like, and I I could be wrong, maybe I'm misremembering because it's been a few years now, but I think more so than any Avengers movie, like the, the, the peak of each phase, any full Avengers movie, I feel like this has gotten more speculation than any of those, any of the movie, of the 20-something-odd movies leading up to it. I don't know what the fuck people... I don't know what they've been eating or drinking, but like something's on the water on this one. I don't know why. I think it's the multiverse. It's I agree. the multiverse. It's when it comes with Thanos, everybody was, oh, cool. The Infinity Stones, blah, blah, blah. It wasn't until Loki dropped on Disney Plus that people went, oh, we're talking about the multiverse. Right. Hold on to your pants. And now they're dropping we're going and diving starting to dive into the multiverse and that's what everyone is losing their ever-loving minds about is yeah. multiverse it, it, don't get me it, that's exciting as fuck like it's oh so yeah cool but let's let it play out <laughs> yeah yeah i agree like c2 says spider-verse changed the game i mean that was a really great standalone film where you're like oh look at all the cool things you can accomplish yeah. with this and you know the, the What's been so great about the Marvel Universe is how everything is tied together and cameos mm -hmm. that pop in here and there and all these characters. And the idea that, you know, could potentially Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire show up because we've got Oscar Molina showing up as Doc Ock and the Green Goblin. It's like, anything is possible. And I, I part of me just, because I think even Feige, Kevin Feige said, the fans essentially are going to be disappointed because <laughs> they have talked this up so much. Mm -hmm. They've invented what their right what what they think their their um is the movie's going to be about and when it doesn't go there 
they're going to be fucking pissed. And I've done that to myself. Oh, yeah. You know, I've done that to myself where I've got myself so pumped that uh, about a possibility that I think would be so cool when they don't do it. I'm like, why didn't they do that? You know, it would be so much better if it was just this. And mm -hmm. I, I'm scared that this movie is not going to do well because of that. I think the audience reaction may be, I mean, I think this movie's going to make a lot of money. Uh, people are going to go see People love Spider-Man. Spider-Man, I think, is one of the, the most popular, if not the most popular, um, Marvel yep. character out there. And yep. the franchise, is it just makes bank regardless yep. of anything. And people are going to go see it. But I, I'm just worried that everyone is just getting so just jacked that it's, it's not going to meet their expectations and they're going to be really pissed when it's done. I mean, see, I agree fully with what C2 put in the, the chat here. And essentially... And I've had this, you know, uh, I've subscribed to this for a long time is that expectations tend to lead to disappointment. If you have an expectation on something and that thing or that person doesn't deliver, you're immediately disappointed. Like, in, and as she said, be, in, be open to possibilities. Don't expect the thing. Yeah. If you're open mm -hmm. to the possibilities, you can hope, but don't expect because expectations, mm -hmm. sometimes your expectations are met and holy shit, is it amazing? But man, when they don't, that is a fucking letdown. So I would be remiss if I did not bring up the Sonic the Hedgehog problem. Okay, tell us more. Okay, so when the Sonic the Hedgehog movie was released, I don't know about you guys, but I love Sonic the Hedgehog, so I was pumped. Mm -hmm. But the character looked like absolute garbage. Yep. Terrifying. Horrifying. The fans lost their minds. You know, I thought trash can, flaming trash cans are going to throw them through windows over this. <laughs> and the studio was like, all right, cool, our bad. Now, I'm so happy they did that, but the problem therein lies is it's created a beast of a different nature, which is now the fans feel like they have total power over Hollywood's choices. Right. And I feel like at some degree, they're do trying to do that with this movie. That's I feel fear. like they're trying to force it and force it and force it. And Disney's not one that Disney will flex on you real hard. Like, <laughs> well said, Disney. Disney is essentially God of the corporate world. Like, uh -huh. I will smite ye down. You can't touch me. Like, they won't care. And I don't think fans realize that. Well, some of the fans don't realize that. They don't care. They're not in this to make you happy, even though it's the happiest place on earth. They're literally in it to make get your money. Like, yes. I want your money. I don't care. Yeah you know yeah well and the difference too between that which again some fans i just don't think they understand is <clears throat> while it was a shitload of work and cost like another 30 million dollars all you were really doing was was uh tweaking a piece of art you were tweaking yeah. a, a graphic with this if they wanted to add if the fans are like andrew garfield and toby mcguire maybe you put them in you would have to go back and do reshoots reset mm -hmm. rewrite rewrite there's it's not gonna if it's if it's not in there yet if feige's telling the truth it just ain't gonna happen yeah no. everyone just needs to no. chill their tits because yeah. it's it's not uh you know. all right chill your tits exactly so you know <laughs> it's it's just everyone just needs to calm calm down mm -hmm. and let's go have fun at the movies yes. let's go enjoy ourselves mm -hmm. and let's and i think this is actually going to be the movie that gets me going to go back to the theater because I don't want shit spoiled. And I know this shit is going to get spoiled like crazy. 
So yeah. I think I'm going to brave the theaters and go see it. And when it comes out and just want to make sure that, <laughs> um, I can just hopefully go and enjoy it. And then I'm, I'm keeping an open mind. I have no intention. Also, this movie's like a month away. Why do we, I, I don't think there needs to be another, I think the fever pitch of excitement for this movie. I don't think a trailer's needed, you know? Oh, you mean like Resident Evil dropping their nightmare trailer? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't, we didn't need that, but I yeah. appreciate it, but we didn't need it. Sure. Yeah. It, it's yeah. If uh. I, I think, I don't know. That sort of stuff just seems like it's a traditional thing. Like, well, we've got to do it to make sure that if there's one idiot out there that doesn't know what this is, then maybe we pull them into the theater too. It's like, listen, the people that are going to see this are going to go fucking see it. All right. right. So yeah. Yeah. Like they're just, we just chill. We've all been watching the countdowns that we've set on our phones. Yes. Chill out. We don't need your help. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, so. I don't, yeah, we don't need any more of that. So, um, I, I hope it's a good movie. I look forward to seeing it, but outside of that, I don't give a shit about anything else about the film. I don't need to hear anything else. I don't need to hear any more fucking speculation. I don't need to see any more of like this, this fan theory thinks that I don't care. Keep it to yourself. Yeah. Shut up and just go see the movie. Let me know when uh, Marvel decides to release uh, Marvel Zombies mm -hmm. live action, and then you'll have my interest peaked. There you go. Enough to go to the movie theater. There you Only go. Like Nicotero can be part of it. That's yes. my one requirement. <laughs> Kevin Feige and Greg Nicotero pair up and Dubs. kiss the butthole. <laughs> kiss the butthole. <laughs> I'm showing some signs. Fucking wet. So Doug. Yes. Uh, we have uh, a and we have had an onslaught of questions we do and so i think it's time that we knock at least one of these out before we hit the final segment here let's do it you got the questions we got the answers all you do is ask practical 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 ask practical each time every time so, uh, I think I'm going to let Crit decide, uh, which we've got three. I don't think I gave him any of them. So, right. So, oh, okay. Gonna, <laughs> I, right, so we got three hot ones sitting here mm. uh, for our Ask Practical Doug. So, for those of you who are not familiar with the segment, Doug has a little person inside of him named Practical Doug. And Practical Doug often overtakes every other tiny Doug that lives inside Doug and makes him very, very practical about things. So we ask you to submit your questions to Ask Practical Doug, and Practical Doug will come out, and he will answer them. So, Crit, we have, um, I'm just going to say one, two, or three. You pick one, two, or three. You know, if I'm leaving things to fate, I usually leave it up to my dice. Oh, oh. three-sided die. Let's go. What's that? What's that? Yeah. It's a triangle that just. Here we, I, go. I, I, Here we go. We got this. We got this. You ready? Here we go. How many sides we got? Let's pick. Let's pick the pretty one. We got the. We got the D four here. Okay. We got the D four. All right. That's four sides. Don't don't doesn't doesn't math math no. <laughs> All right. You ready for this? Let's do it. Oh, that's a four. We got to reroll. Re <laughs> I was like, there's twenty five percent chance. What we works. got a two. We're going two. All right, two. two. All right. So number two comes from Mr. Jared from Down Under. He asks, "Practical Doug, does a straw have one hole or two holes?" So glad you asked because this is very simple. It's one hole. Cool. You got the questions. No, uh, <laughs> tell me, tell me your logic behind it. 
Next question. Next I said, question. Next question. The defense rests, your honor. <laughs> um, so the way the way Practical Doug approaches this is um it is one singular hole that is pushed through like it's a tube, right? Tube, it's a, it's yeah. a series of tubes. Um and there is one hole that connects from one end to the other. Now, I already said Noah says checkmate. <laughs> I love well, it. These things are not being let through. I love he, it's he important. Is getting, he is getting stopped at every fucking chat. <laughs> every message he's throwing in here is getting stopped. This is amazing because oh, wow. he is a mod. So I don't yeah. understand what's happening. So uh but apparently he's uh he's 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 doing all the naughty stuff. Uh is your mouth and your butthole one hole because they're connected? No, 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 no. That's two different Ooh, that, things. That is a checkmate. That's because <laughs> I timed you out. I didn't mean to time you out, by the way. Sorry about that. Um, in this situation, like, here we go. I actually have straw right here. Look, okay. it comes with props. There you go. What do you know? All right. So here we are. <laughs> All right. But, uh, good. So there's one hole. Yep. And then turn it around. There's another one. <laughs> Who else? I rest my case. <laughs> the way Practical Doug looks at this is that he needs to wash this. Cause, but um, <laughs> he needs to, he needs to, uh, um, it is, it is one hole that connects from one end to the other. And it's problematic. I'm a Practical Doug's already seeing problems with that because. Um, one hole connects to the other hole. Yeah. Because I'm thinking of all the different ways in which you could be like, well, no, that's too. Because what if uh, it was like this in a wall, right? And this was like, like, oh, there's two holes, right? If this was like behind the wall, you just saw this part. You'd be like, oh no, that's 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 two holes. But it's what comes See, to a straw. Because I think it's the thing is when it's a, it's a, it's because it's a straw, right? Yeah. This, this is a simple thing that has one simple purpose. Which is you suck up water from one end to the other. This is one singular thing. I mean, so if that's what you're into. It's <laughs> fair enough. You know, Second. So yeah. let me ask you this then. Define what a hole is. Define a hole. I thought you would never ask. It's the thing that my wife won't get near. Okay. That's what my dick in was. Right? So, yeah. Um... I mean, what is it? Wow, I've never had anyone ask me to define a hole. It yeah. is a I mean typically I guess it's it's a circular shape. Uh it it it, it is something that is broken into something else. It, it creates a separation from something else. And yeah, I guess that that's what it is. Humans are just big straws. Does he toy? <laughs> so there's two def de definitions. It's either a hollow place in a solid body or surface, or a small or unpleasant place. <laughs> All right. Uh, a hollow place in a solid body or surface. So if that's the case, then yeah, a straw technically, I guess, would be just one giant hole. Yeah. Because then yeah, I'm just I'm already just playing devil's it has advocate. Two openings. But That's what I was gonna say. Because if it's like, oh, this 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 straw is leaking. Oh, from what end? The top or the bottom, right? Because you could just say, oh, well, it's coming out of the hole. It's like, well, which hole? Right. You know? So that would be 
problematic. Is it's so, one hole until you cut off at the middle, then it's two holes. Oh. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Smaller hole. That's just a shallower hole. But it's two different holes, though, isn't it? Is toilet paper roll two holes? <laughs> no, it's one hole. But yeah. see, that's this is what this is what Crit just said, though. <clears throat> it is because you could because you can enter it from both sides. You can enter because it. Because you can spit roast side. it, you know. Right. Because you can enter it from either side. I feel like each one of those ends is a hole, and they're those two holes are connected. What if we had a hole on one end of the earth and another one on the other side? You would call each side a hole. Except here's the thing. And the center would be the tunnel. But here's the thing. We're not talking about that. We're talking about a straw. But, but isn't it just like a small scale version of that? Yeah, right. I think that's, that's it's different. Tunnel. A straw is just a small tunnel that you suck through. Yes! <laughs> is it a hole? It's what Wolf, Wolfslore wants to know. Is this Excuse a me. Uh, hand me the small tunnel, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jared, to answer your question, yes, a straw is a small tunnel. <laughs> you got the questions. We got the answers. All you do is ask. Practical. 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 We're just gonna get right into it. I don't even know. I really gotta look this up and see what we got. Oh boy. After the tunnel comment, I mean we oh can't do anything but Yeah, right? Be interesting. Oh my goodness. Oh, this is perfect know any of these things no one of these things is i'll tell you what uh the council knows its audience yes it the knows the guest audience very well very very well done council yes all right dougie all right so this week's throwdown is an elder thing from lovecraft versus a beholder from forgotten realms Hmm. It's going to be interesting. So let's 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 start by breaking this down for anyone who doesn't know what this stuff is. I know what everything is. Well, my problem. <laughs> I know everything. I, I, I know what a beholder is, so I can definitely speak to that one. Then that's good because the elder things is my thing. So. <laughs> so I love this website. I will forever love this website because I never understand their team. But uh, the Beholder is at least a low 7B, whatever that means. Um, it looks it's, like crap. It does. But these things they, these things are serious problems in, in the Dungeon Dragon. They have so many. Oh, is, okay, cool. These things are, yeah, this is like one of the signature creatures outside of the dragons. From, so they've got superhuman physical characteristics. Light. Uh, dark vision. Enhanced perception. Magical rays. Those are the big ones. Fear manipulation, ethic manipulation, petrification. Uh, they can slow, paralyze. They can put people to sleep. They have telekinesis. They can disintegrate. They have a death ray. Magic negation. They can essentially negate any magic that comes. Uh, earth manipulation within their layer. Duplication and life manipulation. Their attack potency is at least small city plus. Both make me laugh and infuriate me. 
Uh, speed, at least relative, relative, relativistic plus with faster than light reactions. Okay. Yes. Uh, lifting streak is unknown. Striking. Uh, so it's, it's very smart. Genius, at least. Um, they're very strategic. They're also super paranoid. They have no notable weaknesses. Uh, they're highly xenophobic, vicious, and fight. They have all high rays and stuff like that. So yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty significant. Pretty. Uh, they're pretty powerful. Right up there, yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's take so, us through the old, the old elder thing. So yeah. this one is at least an eight C. I want you to chew on that for just a second. This is from the Cthulhu mythos. Uh, it's likely genderless. It's got superhuman physical characteristics. The fuck does that even mean? Flight, spacecraft, space, what? No, spacecraft. Jesus. Flight, space. This is one of those nights. All right. Flight. And then space flight, self-sustenance, immortality, matter manipulation, resistance to extreme cold and cosmic. Radiation. I really just want one, one quick note where it says self-sustenance. It's type one and type two, like diabetes. One of those two. <laughs> that's but, how that works right <laughs> wilford brimley <laughs> and, You're an elder thing? <laughs> well he was in cocoon uh attack potency potency at least building level cool um and then a lot of other stuff in that paragraph that i'm not going to read speed massive- completely repelled a shoggoth rebellion justin cool so the speed it's massively <laughs> fuck tongue long plus Lifting <laughs> um, <laughs> strength unknown, striking strength, building class durability, uh, the same as a building. Stamina likely high, range melee, so it's got to be in close. Standard equipment, who knows? Intelligence it varies. Weakness, they have lost quite some of their knowledge over the years. They're forgetful. So feats, it has fought wars with uh, Cthulhu and the mm-hmm. show, and the. Shogoths, and we're able to fight evenly with the great race of Yith. This is how you have to say it, despite the latter likely knowing everything about their weaponry, tactics, and etc. There you go. All right. Crit. So, crit, I feel like Crit's got some extra knowledge on some of this shit. So, lay it on us, buddy. For, real quick, uh, Noah says, pay no attention to immortality. They aren't immortal. Oh. Well, it says it. The website you gave us says it. So their immortality, actually, I'm going to go into depth into that one. So they aren't technically immortal, but they are. So when you kill an elder being, usually they are condemned back to their original plane of existence. They don't die. They basically, it's like, um, think of Mario. When you fall off the screen, you just bleep back into existence. Except for when they bleep back into existence, they go back to their original plane of existence and have to work. Basically, it's like climbing out of hell all over again to get back to Earth. You're like, ah, so there's kind of that. Now, something else that's not mentioned is they have the ability to uh, spawn spores. So they can actually they, they reproduce via spores. So multiple of them can be created at once if it's the right elder thing. Uh, slow down and talk about spores for just a little bit. Hey, baby, just want to <laughs> let you know we're gonna talk about spores. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they fly yeah. over the place. 
continue. Dang it. <laughs> so if it's the if it's the elder things that I'm thinking of that usually take on like plant like appearances and things, um, because they're the worst the part about Cthulhu is, is that a lot of the monsters have similar names. Like there's Cthulhu and Cthulhu. Mm. So you're like, really? One letter difference? What's going on here? Um, but I believe these are the elder things that are they take on like shapes and sizes of vegetables and things like that. So um, yeah, so these can they multiply through spores. Um, so realistically, they can multiply within a beholder and kill it from the inside, but it takes time. Okay. So if we're doing playing the long, if, yeah, if we're playing the long game, these guys got it in the back. Okay. Short term, however, realistically, the only weakness a beholder has is though they're highly intelligent, they can be duped by a smart individual. Uh, they can be quickly tricked to abandon their, shall we say, goals. Uh, they can be bartered with. Uh, usually, you know, even in games that we've played, we've had adventurers bring gold and promises of wealth and knowledge and things, and they've bartered their way out of things. So they're very greedy in that aspect. Um, but if they can take it from you, they will. So... The only other weakness they have physically is the fact that if you chop off one of the eye stalks, they lose that ability. So each power is attached to a separate eye stock. Mm. Um, and the older the beholder, the more powerful the powers they have. So it really depends on what age we're talking about with the beholder. But I will say short game, I'll have to go with the beholder on this one. I'd agree. I think also because the uh, according to this website, the uh, elder thing has to get in close. Where Mm-hmm. Holder has its range and anti-magic. Don't know if other stuff's using magic or anything. Real problem, that fella. Yeah. 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 Big time. I concur with all of that. <laughs> and to that I will say, <laughs> We done did it. Like that. Well done. I love how you got out the book. You're like, hold on, I gotta make sure I double check on this. You know, hold on, like, hold this, on. This is gonna be the most well-informed throwdown we've ever done. He's got the monster manual. We're good to I go. I could have pulled out the other one too, but I just I didn't want to drive across the room to. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Uh, that was so much fun. Uh, Crit, man, what what a pleasure to have you on here. Um, but before we go, before we wrap things up, this is where we like to do any sort of uh. Uh, recommendations if anything you'd recommend if something you've watched something you've read a game mm. you've played something you've got going on whatever you have whatever you've, whatever's in your mind now the time uh, let people know what you recommend so um recommendation for a show uh i just recently watched um was now i forgot the name of it uh ted now i'm on the spot <laughs> ted lasso <laughs> No, <laughs> it was a guess. Uh, Ted Lasso. I'm trying to think. Uh, it was. Um, oh, it's all slipped my mind now. Uh, Darwin's Game for sure is okay. a definite recommendation for anime. If you are into anime, you need to not only read the manga but watch the uh, anime adaptation of it on Netflix. They're both really good. Okay, I would say dive into that. Um. And if you're into more of your horror genre, 
uh, a really good movie to check out, I would say, is the Color Out of Space movie with Nicolas Cage in it. It's actually really cool. Really? Okay. I feel like yes. I remember seeing a trailer for it and being really, like, visually impressed by it. It It is a beautiful, beautiful visual movie. Um, and I will honestly say Nicolas Cage playing the character he does in that, it's a perfect fit for him. I honestly thought, I was like, oh, God, we got Nicolas Cage in this one too. Don't ruin my Cthulhu. Nope, blew it away. I was impressed the whole way through. Awesome. Um, and it is it is a horror movie if you like the psychological thriller aspect. You know, yes, we have our Cthulhu monsters, but it's more of a psychological kind of dive, which is what our Cthulhu is about. So those are my recommendations. <laughs> Very cool. Fuck Justin, yeah. what do you got? Uh, I'm going to recommend, uh, did not realize this was dropping, and I, I happened across it and was like, let's give it a shot. Uh, Shang-Chi, Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, I I liked it, and uh, it was, I'll say this, it was, it was the most unique in and of it to itself uh, Marvel movie I've seen thus far. Like, it, it didn't feel like a Marvel movie, even though it was still it well within the Marvel universe, it ju- it felt like its own thing, and it was and in that regard, I thought that was awesome. Like it, it really had its own. It set itself apart. It had its own vibe. It felt like it was its own thing while still being part of a larger universe, which was is I feel like a really hard line to ride. Um, do I think it's one of the best Marvel movies ever? No, but do I think it is one of the most uniquely told ones? I think absolutely. So I would say give it a shot, and I'd be curious to hear everyone's opinion. Very cool. What do you got? Uh, I'd recommend, and I've uh, I feel like the only one that has seen this show, but uh, Arcane on Netflix. Uh, it's based on League of Legend Legends. Uh, I don't give a shit about League of Legends. Couldn't care less. I played it for maybe a little bit, a month at one point in time years ago. Don't give a shit about it. Uh, but I saw the trailer for it. And the animation is phenomenal. The story is great. It's awesome. As of right now, the first two acts are out. It's the first six episodes. I believe the last three episodes are dropping this coming weekend. Um, can't recommend it enough. Super great. Really, really enjoy it. Somebody says ranked competitive racism. As first to uh, League of Legends. I hear it's a very toxic game. Um, but the this show is excellent. Absolutely excellent. I don't want to say anything else about it. I highly recommend it. It's very well done. It hit me in the feels. wasn't expecting. And uh, I'm curious to see how they wrap it up. Hopefully it doesn't suck. So, but, you know, as far as I can tell, it looks pretty good. Um, Ezekiel says, I have some tips for gaming subscribers. You just have to do gameplay like Left 4 Dead 2, and that's it. <laughs> Great. No problem. We'll do that this weekend as we play Left 4 Dead 2 on Saturday. That's what we'll do. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I recommend uh, checking out Arcane on Netflix. Great. Uh, Great show. That being said, uh, please don't forget to uh, wait. Sorry, says I'm already hearing critics don't like Cowboy Bebop. To be honest, I'm nine episodes into Cowboy Bebop, the original. I don't really like it either. I didn't either. I had to stop. I just was like, I felt like such a dick. I was like, when does this show get good? They're like, maybe it's not for you, Doug. I'm like, it probably is so bad because everyone talks so highly of it. I'm just couldn't. I couldn't get myself back into it. Try gun though. That's great. Get you some try gun. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm actually also rewatching for probably the third or fourth time Full Metal Alchemist. Amazing. Great. Yes. So good. I'll be another recommendation later. But uh, please don't forget to check us out on all our social medias at MindGap Podcast. And please uh, check us out on Twitch, twitch.tv slash MindGap Podcast. Please drop us a follow. And then also head over to YouTube. Check out our channel there. Drop us a subscribe there. That would mean the world to us. Um, live stream all of our content and YouTube. I'm central. Days, podcast and Saturdays, video game stream. Please check us out there. Almighty Crick, real quick, where can people check you out? Uh, um, well, we can go. You can go to uh, check us out online at four at four underscore crit on Twitter, and you can check us out on Thursday nights. Uh, also, sorry. Oh, go for it. <laughs> no, hey, we release uh, our stuff on Thursdays. The audio oh, yeah, portion, that's right. so we it's, it's on Thursday, we wide open. On Tuesdays. Come on now. Uh, I've, I've been drinking that water again. Uh, <laughs> No, uh, we record uh, live. My, me and my co-host Sergio, we do the Dungeons and Dragons Lorecast live on Twitch at uh, Almighty Crit. Um, it's well, it's Twitch.tv backslash Almighty Crit. Um, you can check us out there. We do about ten minutes of banter with the uh, stream before and after, um, and it's just a really good time to talk all things uh, we love about Dungeons and Dragons. Fantastic, excellent. Please go check. Justin can be found online as well. On Instagram and Twitter at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Samsung Listen, Amazon Music, all the places where you can find and consume quality casts that are potted. And then you can rate us, you can review us, you can subscribe, all the things that we love. The big one for us, though, is sharing. If you can just copy a link to one of our shows that you like and throw it out there into the uh, the digital ether. It goes a long way. And then 2estates.com slash mindgap and keep an eye on all of 2East8's stuff. I'm very pleased to announce that we are dangerously, dangerously close to being done with life and debt of a liberal arts major. Awesome. So that be, we will have that out before the end of the year. And then we just finished the first uh, draft of our first feature film. So we are... We are uh, rocking and rolling on that. That is slated to start shooting of July of next year. So keep That's awesome. an eye. Fantastic. Proud of you guys. I'm working hard. Working hard. Uh, once again, Almighty Crit, thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight. This was absolute. Such well, thank you. Thank you for having me. I had a blast. That's awesome. And you will absolutely <laughs> be coming back on here. So just know I hope that. so. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Back for sure. So, uh, Crit, thank you so much. We appreciate you. Thank you, buddy. That I'll say. Douglas, thank you. Twitch and YouTube, thank you. And listeners, thank you. You all have a dandy. Mind Gap Podcast.